You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. The Bulls are off and running. And Dan and Jason Bernstein are here to keep you up to date with the Stampede. You're listening to Organizations Win Championships. This is episode 23 of the Organizations Win Championships podcast. I'm Dan Bernstein, along with my son, Jason Bernstein, and we talk bulls. It's our our Jordan number. Do we celebrate that? Do we celebrate 23 because it's the same number that Michael Jordan wore? (laughs) Woohoo. Yay. Is that a no? It's a heh. All right. What about uh, Robin Ventura? No? Uh, Nothing for that either. All right. Well, either way... The Bulls are 38 and 40. They remain, say it with me, 10th in the East. They are a game back of Atlanta and Toronto, who are both at 39 and 39. Big game coming up Tuesday night at the United Center against Atlanta that will probably decide that spot because it also is the functions as the tiebreaker. If the Bulls take it, they win the season series as well. But we got two games to discuss, one of which was awesome. Yes. That's the second one. The first one you saw more of than I did. They just and... handled business. That's that's what they did. They won by 30 points against a team. I think they were down LaMelo Ball, Gordon Hayward. Who else was it? it, it more guys that matter, even though the Hornets are 26 and 52. More guys that would have made it relatively competitive, if that. They handled business. They won by 30 points. Levine, Vooch, and DeRozan all finished with above 20 points, and neither of them shot more than 20 times. Patrick Williams had 15 off the bench, 5'10 from the field, and Kobe had 11. There really isn't much to talk about with this game. It's they beat up on a bad team, and they did what they should have done. Um, James Booknight had 22 off the bench for Charlotte, and Stacy was just in love with him from from the beginning of the game. It, he would not stop salivating over James Booknight. And I was, was like, he glazing him, as the kids say? Sure, no? sure, yeah. fine, yeah. I, I, I mean, yeah, fine. This, but I'm telling you, this lineup, wow. Look at this starting. This is an NBA starting lineup in a game <laughs> for, for Charlotte. Mark Williams, Svi Mikhailuk. Mikhailuk. Mikhailuk? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Theo Maladon. Teo. Bryce McGowans. McGowans! Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not McCown. Uh, PJ Washington. PJ Washington's the only good player in that. Or good. Wow. Like real yeah. player. So they, I don't really have a strong thought about this. I, I don't know exactly what. Terry Taylor got in the game. Carlyke Jones, Dalen Terry, Marco Simonovich all played. And, and played a significant yeah. amount. Like four minutes. So wow. That tells you all you need to know. That's. Yeah. Wow. Oh, wow. I, guess, I, I guess that about covers it then, right? So yeah. that was that was Charlotte, and I think that's all I have to say about that. And then Memphis on Sunday, and an absolute wild one. The kind of first half, and, and to sort of take it through what, what a lot of people were going through, is there's a lot going on on Sunday. There was a Cubs game. There was a Sox game. There was the NCAA championship for the women. The women's championship. And I was pretty sure the Bulls were telling us to go away because down 23 in an absolute silent mausoleum of a United Center, I was pretty close after flipping away to be like, yeah, I may check back, but I'm glad I did. And they ended up winning by 21 points after being down 23 at one point in the first half, which means that is a 44 point swing that's a lot they won the third quarter by a score of 40 to 16 and their defense was just incredible they had a they had a they had a moment in the fourth quarter where with about three minutes left they had something like four steals in a row and they scored on all of them they just Eight Memphis alive, and that's a rel- a relatively healthy Memphis team. Being down Stephen Adams hurts, and being down Brandon Clark, especially for that long, it's an it's a torn Achilles that also hurts. So they're relying a lot on um, Xavier Tillman. However, when you have two players, two All Stars in John Morant and Jaron Jackson Jr., you would think they're going to beat that Bulls team, and you would be wrong. I also just want to say I hate Dylan Brooks so Why? much. Ugh, he's so annoying. He's, he shot the ball well, but he's so streaky. And he is just a I, – I don't want to swear, but he is a pain in the ass. He sucks, and he talks a lot. He makes me so angry. At least Trey Young, when he talks, at least he's an all-star. At least he's – a good basketball player. I don't think Dylan, uh, Dylan Brooks is in the NBA. Therefore he is a very good basketball player, but relative to other NBA players, I think he is about as average as can be. He just has very large shoulders and he talks a lot that those are the only things that make him different than anybody else. Also a very inconsistent jump shot mechanically. Every single one of his shots is different. It just, I don't, I don't like looking at it. I don't like watching him play basketball. I am so happy he's not on my team. He, Patrick Beverly is what Dylan Brooks thinks he is, which is an okay player that talks a lot of crap, but at least Beverly knows that he's not a superstar. It, ugh, I hate him. 
My guess is you don't like Dylan Brooks. Zach Levine was remarkably efficient once again, and he's been doing this often. We're starting to take this for granted. 13 for 19 shooting, three of his eight three-pointers, seven of eight from the line. He had nine assists, 36 points, was a plus 25 uh, best on the floor for the game. And this was one of these games where I can't say no to any shots that he's taking. The guy makes shots that other people can't. He makes shots that look bad. And when he's on one like this, you almost hope he shoots it every time because everything he shot had a chance. And it seems like every single time he takes a shot lately, like for the past month, it seems like you always feel good about it, no matter where he's taking it. And I always used to say with him, you know, don't take that shot. It's a mid-range dumb shot, dumb shot, dumb shot. You were the same way. But for the past month, I cannot count, or I can count on one hand how many times we've had to say that about Zach, maybe once or twice. It it seems like he's taking smart shots. DeRozan even, he missed them all, but DeRozan took four threes. Good. Patrick shot, Patrick shot five of 10 again and hit another two threes. And he had a couple clutch buckets. He had that tip in to take the lead and he had a three to get them within. I think it was five. Maybe it was three. He Patrick played well. He He's had a really good uh, two game stretch because he was terrible against the Lakers on what was that last Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So to have a bounce back like bounce back like this. It's been needed, and if they're going into the play in hot, maybe they can get an eight seed and win one game. And There's a couple other know. guys I want to single out from this game, too. Uh, one is Kobe White, who just continues yeah. every time we are, are talking about him. He is continuing to show us more in his game, his ball handling, his decision making, and his activity on defense has really been outstanding. I love when his his aggressiveness and how quickly he's making decisions in the open floor. He, he took Luke Kennard right to the front of the rim without an afterthought. And he never stopped and he didn't get in between like Patrick Williams seems to be so often is really often struggling to finish. But Kobe White is doing things also that don't really necessarily show up in the box score with how active he is defensively, being able to anticipate switches in a way that he hasn't before. It allowed them to play Io DeSumo only 18 17, minutes, 17 minutes. I was, I, that was the next thing I was going to say was when Io DeSumo only plays 17 minutes, that's a good thing. He can come in. Be a defensive guy, do his job, play his role, and get out of there. And I think that's what the acquisition of Beverly has allowed them to do. Looking back on that, he only had, what do you have? He had two points this game. But looking back on that, that's made a difference in their basketball. And the rotations are better with Beverly starting. And could, and could, Kobe White's defense be a result of Beverly a little bit, maybe just here and there. I think it's a, his own hard work primarily. I, I don't I don't want to take the agency away from him because of how hard he's worked at it. But he's it's it's matter. His active hands really matter. And it's something that Billy Donovan talked about after the game, where even though we talk about the steals, that they're 
it's not necessarily when he says hands up and hands active, it's not always raking at the ball and trying for steals and trying to knock it away. It may just be deflecting a pass that gets somebody out of rhythm, that makes somebody catch a ball out of rhythm that prevents a shot. They're, when a team is in, in good shape and they're able to play late into a game with active hands, coaches absolutely love that. They have four guards that recently have been great defensively. You know Beverly, you know Caruso are going to play great defense. That's why Io's been on the floor. And Kobe White lately has been fantastic. So we've known that defense wasn't the problem. And for the past couple of weeks, they've been shooting a lot more threes and they've been playing better basketball. Even DeRozan, he'll have his moments where he'll have an ISO play and he'll shoot a mid-range jump shot. I'm accepting that because I know it's DeMar DeRozan. He's going to be DeMar DeRozan, but it's right now it's not excessive. He's not doing it every time. Zach Levine is kind of taking over as the guy right now, which has been the plan since the beginning. When they when they signed DeRozan, I think that was the plan, was to have Zach be the guy. You maxed him out, and DeRozan was coming into this as a vet, $26 million a year. That's not huge for, for a, a guy that's supposedly a co-number one star. And because of his season last year, Maybe he thought he was the number one guy. Maybe it made Zach lose confidence, although I don't think that's true just because it's Zach Levine. He doesn't ever seem to lack confidence. But with DeMar kind of taking a secondary scoring role, I think that's really, really helped them. It means more threes are going to be taken. Even he's taken some more threes, as I've mentioned earlier, and they're playing winning basketball and then the last games they've had an identity it and lets them play faster when 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 demar isn't dominating possessions and or when he's a second option or willing to be like he's that's always there in a possession that you know if the shot clock is at eight that's a perfect time for demar to do the demar stuff. give it to him and sure him draw it, it foul the first option and and i do think they've been playing their their pace has been excellent and there's a couple other aspects here too. The substitution of Derek Jones Jr. for Drummond. Drummond only played six minutes and 40 seconds. Derek Jones Jr. played 9-13. And it mattered because it changed the way they could defend ball screens and it allowed them to switch more, which made which it kept them connected to ball handlers and to shooters much more. I mean, the closeouts were better. They were, it, there was no question that a, a switch flipped before they went on that 90 to 46 run. And, but part of the reason the defense worked is because they were handling ball screens better with Drummond off the floor. The other team, the other thing, as they got out with numbers, they're doing a better job with angles. Hmm. And they've had a tendency all year. When I talk about these fast breaks that have seemed crowded or in between it's it's counterintuitive, and I always think about it from like a almost a football formation perspective. That you create, you can spread a team out and create angles in the passing game, rather than just have a tight formation with little bunch sets and trying to move guys around and pick plays on the fast break. Stay wide 
and then cut the angles down as you get closer to the basket. It gives all that room to make better decisions. And Zach has been better about it. Not it's it's human nature to want to get right to the lip of the rim, but you have to trust that a well-run fast break is going to find the right guy with the ball in that spot. More times than not, that is going to be Zach Levine. And Kobe White, I will say, is a great transition player. Whether he's with the ball or cutting to the basket or cutting to the wing for a three, he what he was able to do in transition in the second half was fantastic. He's he's really fast. He can handle the ball. He can shoot the ball. And he's not a bad finisher. I mean, he's not crazy. He's a finisher than Patrick Williams is. Patrick, I, always something always goes wrong. I still wouldn't. Patrick can dunk though. I like, know he can, but dunk. but if it's a two on one, it always seems like, especially when he's got that head of steam. And how many times this year have you gotten excited like oh, and then it's like it's slightly knocked away, or it's he's not quite off the right foot. I just what I want to see is if there's a two on one, I want Patrick off the ball. I want him to run to the rim, and, and I want off. you to throw it thirteen feet in the air and have him catch it and dunk it. Yes. I, I want him to be a lob guy and I want him to be a lob guy when they're in their sets. You sit in the corner, go to the basket. Just yeah, the, the Javante cut. Right. Just run, dunk. And, and that's two points. And I, I think anybody can make that pass. It's not really that difficult of a pass. You just have to time it right. He can jump over everybody. He can run by everybody. He's so skilled. It's just a matter of knowing what to do. And even if you decide to do the wrong thing, at least do it with purpose. If you're going to run to the basket and you get blocked, don't happy feed it. If, if you take two long steps strong and you go up there with the intention of hopefully dunking it and something goes wrong, fine. But don't stutter step and travel because you don't know what to do. Have a plan. Decide what you're going to do if you have the ball and do that. And I'm if you're going to catch it 29 feet out and just shoot it, I'm okay with that. I think he can make it. So yeah, if you're going to be wrong, you're going to be wrong, be wrong fast. That's fine. That's, that's a football rule as well. Second football reference. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. And when you bring up Patrick, especially looking at the Tuesday night matchup against Atlanta, which is essentially a playoff game for the Bulls. Let's call it what it is. They've Mm got to have this one. And last time these teams met, 
the Bulls had one of their better all-around games, certainly one of the best games Patrick Williams played all year. He had 18 points and 10 rebounds when these teams met last. And anything close to that in a game like this would be sorely needed. Oh, Although different coach. That's true. Good point. Different it's coach and Sadiq Bay is there. And he's really good. Oh yeah, they do have like Sadiq. You're I want to talk about him. I knew you would forget about him. I don't know exactly what his numbers are this year, but I'm going to pull those up right now. And Trey he, Young may not play. Trey Young is suffering from a non-COVID illness, so is considered questionable. I know that DeAndre Hunter is out with his injury, but Trey Young is usually not that big an issue for the Bulls. It's sort of like what happened with Harden, right? When they, yeah. they've done well against ball-dominant little crazy guards like that. And Io is really good against Trey Young, I will say. Mm-hmm. And... This year with Atlanta, he's only averaging 11. But I think over the season, he's averaging around 14. And he's shooting 40% from three with Atlanta, 36% for his career. He's dangerous. He's had a 50-point game before. I don't know what he's going to do. And he hasn't been great lately. For some, I have a bad feeling about Sadiq Bey going off in this game. I have a bad feeling about it. And, huh? Why? I think he's just going to make seven threes. I just do. And with with Hunter out, he's going to be in the lineup. He's going to start. And that's just a guy you forget about. Just like Nick Batum. He, I, I think he's one of those guys. He's obviously younger than that. So I don't I don't know if teams are if the Bulls are going to respect his game as much as they would in Nick Batum, even though they didn't in that game because he made eight threes. It didn't seem like they guarded him, but uh, just just have a gut feeling about Sadiq Bay. The two other games against the Hawks this year, if I remember correctly, the early one, the first one was the Ugh, AJ they, they, Griffin. They, they, that was yes. the AJ Griffin put back off the the Milwaukee, former Milwaukee assistants play design where they got that little back screen and he laid it in at the buzzer. And then the Bulls responded. Correct. When John Collins just completely whiffed. Whiffed. And I assume we put it up for the win. And that was the one we're in the the dog pile afterwards. John John, Collins was under it all. John Collins needed to be rescued with the jaws of life because everybody fell on top of him and people forgot he was there. So Imagine you're in a dog pile and then all of a sudden Andre Drummond comes flying. Ah! Oh yeah, dog pile with a a bunch of 6'8 guys. Well, I mean, Drummond oh, himself oh, is, is 320 oh, pounds. If you, so, I mean, just being underneath that wouldn't be a whole lot of fun, I would imagine. <laughs> no, thank you. No. I wouldn't be able to breathe. Pause. So this Drum. it still looks like we're in the 9-10 game for the Bulls. This is what we're looking at here. I, I it Just the, the standings don't suggest a whole lot of movement. I there One win clinches them the 10th seed, and then – we get to find out what the Bulls really think and what AK really thinks of the play-in. Yay. Mm-hmm. I don't know if, if they're not the play. If you, the play-in is if they get ninth or 10th, which is highly likely, they all have to win two straight games to get to the playoffs. Yep. 
against teams about the same competition level of play. Well, like, you hope you get the, get to nine and get that first one at home. Uh, still, there's just uh, playing. It's still a disappointment. It, yeah. There's something about at least reaching 500 that would make it seem a little bit more palatable than saying, well, we made the play in, but we're a losing team and we're taking steps backward from last year, which we knew that they would. And we're not going to go through the whole litany of excuses again, but so be it. That That's what it's looking like at this point. And, you know, the, the, the hope is the way they've played over the last month and the defense that they have played since the all-star break is astounding. Is, is real that this is that this is a way they can play right now. Yeah. So we'll find out. I don't know. I want to hear your story too. Uh, oh, with, with, there was a sighting today this afternoon. No, don't you? Why are you explaining it? You said I, my you, story. Okay, tell it. So my friend was at a place called Slumu, which is basically a it's kids' fun fact. Slumu, S L O O M O O. Slumu. Slumu. With his girlfriend. I don't know why he was there, but I don't know if it was his decision. I would guess it wasn't. Wait, However, on. let me just read what like Slumu Institute Chicago. Yeah, it's, it's sh- like a slime factory fun house. Chicago thing. family fun? Yeah, it's slime? just it's it's just like a bunch of random stuff. I it's don't for care. little kids. Right. Yeah. I don't know why oh, okay. he was there with his girlfriend, but that's beside the point. I'm not gonna judge. He can have as much fun as he wants playing with slime. Can I add something? Huh? This, lo- this looks awesome. Really? Yeah. This looks like the kind of thing that I wish they had when I was a kid. Because okay. this this looks incredible. Okay. So he was there and he texted me. He goes, Oh, by the way, Javante Green is here. And he Javante Green was there with his family and my friend walked up to him and he said he's a really nice guy and he just had a conversation with him and he has pictures with Javante Green and I was struggling to not say F you. How envious are you? It would have been really cool. I wish he would have FaceTimed me and I could have grabbed my jersey but I mean obviously if he was just having a regular conversation there's nothing wrong with that and I just I just wanted to put that out there. Um, that's pretty cool, but I wish you I wish it was me. I wish it was me. Although I don't I don't think I would go to Slumu by myself. This is so crazy. Maybe this I will is, next time. There's different kinds of slime, and you have to figure out what kind of slime is right for you. Activator oh slime. This is you are buying into the ads, man. ASMR sli- inflation slime that expands. Ad. This is a great idea. I wonder who owns this. That is so Are cool. You, okay. It seems like an extension of the Museum of Science and Industry. Yeah, but like on like on but more st- more acid. interactive. More but interactive. It's, it's kind of whacked out. That's kind of cool. So see, <laughs> I'm picturing like Javante <laughs> is there with his kids, and then in the back there's Dalen Terry just there, like running around, <laughs> like running around with the kids. Remember what I used to do at the Museum of Science and Industry in that one exhibit? Oh, where you shoot the the plastic? Yeah. Balls? So there is this there is this section of the Science and Industry Museum where you there are these hollow plastic balls about the size of a baseball. 
and you put it in a tube and it just there's a ton of air and it shoots it and it goes all the way across the room and lands in a pool but when i was two i instead of putting them through the tube i just grabbed it and i just chucked it all the way to the back of the room into the pool and then somebody had von stupid hit it Everything was off the end of the bat today. You don't you don't need to rub that in. No, the last time you were there, that was not off the end of the bat. Correct. However, yeah, I've I've never pitched well at that field. Von Stuben, that, pretty good game. Okay. Isn't that guy playing D one? No, he's at a community college. The, oh, their catcher. Well, yeah, yeah. He's he's at the ooh. I just hit a home run college. <laughs> the the University of Jog around the bases. <laughs> that's, that's who that guy is. Yeah. God. Oh, right, well, that's cool. I, I kind of want to go to this I hate you place. so much. <laughs> I want to go to this place now. You, you, If I pitched against you when you were in your prime of co- senior year of college, I would strike you out on three pitches yeah. pretty much every time. Oh, you, I, I, Actually, I would. No, I don't then, I'd be a terrible matchup for you. No, you would be a terrible matchup for any, no, everyone because no. your swing is terrible. No, you no, no. roll I, everything. I could, a four-seam fastball. That would I'd be you just don't you don't throw the pitch I get the one pitch I could hit well. That's that's the that was my best pitch today. I don't want to hear it. Okay. Well, I think that with that, it is I throw my of, my four seam is really good. I just oh. don't it's not it's not my primary fastball, but it's really good for what I use it for. Great. Time for Ass the, <laughs> the OWC college showdown. We present each other with three names of players. Mine are current NBA players listed on rosters. And Jason tries to see if he knows where they went to college. And then he gives me three vintage players and tests my knowledge of where the olds went to school. I have a record of 33, 30, and 3. Jason is 50 and 16. Woo! Wow. Okay, uh, you want to start? Sure. We are going to start with former Miami Heat center, Ronnie Cycli. Syracuse. Yep. Journeyman guard, Michael Williams, spelled M-I-C-H-E-A-L. Oh! Didn't he... McKeel? It's Michael, but spelled McKeel. Didn't he have the free throw record for a while? Was he on the Timberwolves? Uh, I thought he was on Dallas. Uh, he was everywhere. I have no clue. I'm going to guess he's died. Um, Weber State. Baylor. Okay. Last but not least, we have former Vancouver Grizzlies center, Bryant Reeves. Big country. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma State? Yes. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Two, I'll, t- I'll always take two out of three. Here are yours. We'll begin with Charlotte guard Kobe Simmons. Arizona. Correct. Denver forward Zeke Naji. Oh, I'm going to be upset. 
Yes, you are. I'm going to be pissed. Yes. Why? Is it easy? No. I I'm going to be pissed. I think I know this, but I don't know it. Um... <sighs> Vanderbilt. Also Arizona. Really? Okay, I wouldn't have gone that. I actually didn't. Houston forward Darius Days. Who the hell is that? I don't know. He's on an active roster. Houston is just an AAU team playing in the NBA. <laughs> Houston basically... Ignite. Yeah. Boy. Darius Days. Darius Days are. So they have game. another dude that went to Ohio State. They have a guy. That's Jay Sean Tate. Ooh, bars. They have a guy that played for the G League Ignite. They have a guy that went to Arizona State. It sounds like it's going to be... I'm going with this with the theme of state, and we are going to go with Oregon State University. It is Louisiana State University, in fact. Crap. LSU. If I would have gotten that, that would have been pretty funny. So next time we talk, we'll know more about the Bulls playoff position and be getting ready for the play-in. Yes. Hey. Yes. Subscribe, rate, review organizations win championships, like it, enjoy it, and put it in a pan and cover it with cheese. And then, and actually, especially with the leftovers, you definitely God. want to melt American cheese over it. Okay. No, no we, don't need, we don't need to you, go no through matter that what, again. Just bring it home. Let it Do we tell place. that story? What? That story. About in the, the American movie? cheese. That's what I thought you were referencing. I was. Yeah. Do I tell that story? I, I guess. Oh, God. So we were, this was the night before an orientation thing at Bucknell. This was about a month ago. Almost to the day, I think it might have been a month ago. And <laughs> we had just, we had a ton of leftovers at this Italian place because the portions were huge. And neither of us, we took one of the two plates of leftovers home, but we were to the hotel and we didn't eat it. It's probably still, it. it's probably still in the fridge. But <laughs> I, I got gnocchi with a tomato sauce. And so we, we asked for the check. And she just goes, oh, by the way, any any of the tomato sauce, I just melt American cheese over it. That's what the waitress said. And she vo voluntarily said that, said it confidently with her chest. And she left. <laughs> I, I bring it and home we, and, and we, I melt we, American cheese on it. <laughs> with, like craft singles individually wrapped. Well, and we were. I didn't know if it's like a Pennsylvania I don't, I don't, thing. I don't, I don't stand for yucking other people's yum. Mm -hmm. But. I I'll I'll go with a I'm I'll go with a 0.5 yuck of yum there. Yeah, I just that was that was that was, my guess is I, the owner I, I, of the I restaurant. I feel like I I feel like I would just get a parasite eating that. <laughs> I would hope that like that maybe the chef would come out and be like, yeah, don't don't recommend that. Just it's I thought it was maybe like a central Pennsylvania thing. No. Never like, like some local thing like that's just what they do there. They melt American cheese on top. I mean, of maybe Wisconsin does something similar, but I wouldn't think it'd be that. That's just mm -hmm. not right. Yeah, that's a that's a negatory on that one. They're uh, <laughs> big shooter. Uh, well, that'll do it for OWC <laughs> <laughs> twenty three. We'll get you next time.